Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of my podcast, Married to His Will. To His Will. <laughs> if this is the first time you are listening, I invite you to um, share this podcast with your friends. It really is just me sharing my journey so far. I recently went through a divorce, or so I'm still going through one. And after 19 to 20 years of marriage. So I'm a mother of six and I lovingly care for them every day. <laughs> and now I'm a single mother, which I never thought I'd find myself in this place, but God has been good to me and has kept me as a single mom so far for almost a year. And so um, I just want to share my journey and not just about my divorce, but you know, many testimonies that I do have. And I hope to have others join me in their testimonies as well so that we can inspire and uplift you. I'm also a therapist, a licensed professional therapist in the state of Georgia, and I'm a nationally certified counselor as well. And so if you want to find me, um, you can certainly look me up, Suzette Blunt, LPC, and you'll find me. And that's Suzette with one Z, not two, S-U-Z-E-T-T. Um, you'll find it sometimes with an E at the end as well. I'm hoping to get that officially having the E at the end. <laughs> okay. So recently I actually, I just returned from a conference called Mantle, Mantle 2023. And the leader of that conference is Prophet Joshua Giles. He's also Pastor Joshua Giles. Um, it was really an awesome pleasure to shake his hand and talk to him at the conference on the first day of my arrival. And, um, you know, that was, I, you know, usually I don't expect to meet a celebrity, <laughs> he's, but he's very, very, very humble, very humble man of God, you know, um, and seems like a very beautiful soul. I also met other individuals while at the conference and um, even on that very first day. and these people be instantly we, be we clicked and we became friends however you know as the conference went on there's one person in particular that we used to meet up every day like we would be on the line and see each other as we're going into the conference hall and um i remember on the friday as i was waiting to go back into the conference and getting on the line you know um Usually you can just go connect with who you know on the line, especially if they're further up. And so I did that and she was like, oh, you, you know, you can't stay here. Um, it's for VIP only. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, there's no VIP line. It's just a line for everyone. But I said, it's okay. I was just told to come here and, you know, I didn't bother with prolonging the conversation. I was just very shocked at her attitude towards me. And it shook me up a little bit because I wasn't expecting that. And it just was a moment for me to realize that not everybody is for you. Not everybody's gonna um, want to be a good friend. And, um, you know, I just had to really release that even in the conference as I started. It was the Friday night. I had had such a wonderful time on the first two nights. But that night, you know, with that behavior, it kind of, I was feeling a little sensitive. I was like, God, I'm... I don't know. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But God told me he was just giving me an opportunity to build my discernment. Because not everyone is for you. Um, but and that but morning that that morning after I said, you know, I'm just gonna go on the line wherever I meet the line. I'm not even gonna look for somebody I know. 
And I met a wonderful person named Elizabeth, Elizabeth Laguerre, and she's from Haiti. Elizabeth has her own podcast called The Scarlet Cord. And oh my God, I'm so excited that we connected because our stories are so parallel. She also just went through a divorce and had been going through the legal proceedings for two years. I'm like, man, she came through an ordeal. I'm still going through mine. I am just praying it don't go two years. <laughs> and we're almost at a year now. And so we should be tying things up very quickly. But, you know, just connecting with Elizabeth was amazing and it felt divine because Elizabeth, even the name means a lot to me. My sister, Cherie, her middle name is Elizabeth. You know, Cherie, I speak about her on the first two segments of this um, series of the podcast. And so you can go back and listen to that. But yeah, so Elizabeth is very special to me because she has my sister's middle name. Um. And so I really did feel like that was a divine meeting. I think, you know, in meeting her, I know Elizabeth and I could collaborate. And I just think we're going to watch each other just move beyond our challenges together and press towards the mark of the higher calling in Christ Jesus. I mean, we have a full assurance that our labor in Christ is not in vain. You know, she was reassured even at the conference. Both of us were just affirmed in our ministry and our calling. And I just, I'm thankful to God that we met her. I think I want to just thank her for being that hope I needed this weekend. And we are connected in the kingdom now. So please check her out. Please check out her podcast. I know she'll be listening to this one and it's called The Scarlet Cord. Um, so as women in the kingdom, you know, we would want, or we should want to lift each other up and not tear each other down. We do not need to fight for a position in a line or in the kingdom. I mean, but we, we must know who we are and without the fluff and the fanfare, <clears throat> you know, I want to be a true soldier for Christ, no matter who's looking. I know that my value is far above rubies. And I will continue to trust God. I'm trusting him for my position in the kingdom, in a line wherever I go, right? I don't need to force my way up to the front. If a door is not open, it's because he didn't allow it to happen. I will keep going. Not every opportunity is an opportunity from God, but it's an opportunity to raise my level of discernment. And that's what I learned by that shady friend. In this season, I am watching who I pour into, who's my friend, and who is just around to see me fail. Because, yeah, there are those people. There are people who will look you right in the face and say they mean you well. They look in your eyes and say they mean you well. And in the next breath, they pretend they're your fr- you, you know, they are your friends and are gossiping about you. I mean, I can say I have gossiped in my life, right? But when I knew better, I did better. And I have matured. And I know it's never a godly thing to do. And this person is much older than me. She was shady. Let me tell you, I know my intention is to be a good friend. Like Jesus is a good friend to me. In Matthew 22, Jesus had people asking him questions because they wanted to catch him in a lie, right? They wanted to test him in front of others. And namely the Pharisees. 
So if let's look at Matthew 22, verse 34 to 40. Now, when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced, muzzled the Sadducees, they gathered together. One of them, a lawyer, an expert in Mosaic law, asked Jesus a question to test him. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. That is unselfishly seeking the best or higher good for others. Um, the whole law and the writing of the prophets depend on these two the commandments. And I was reading the Amplified Version. We need to just heed these verses. You know, we must love God wholeheartedly to be the greatest friend. Some people think they love God, but we can't hate our brother and say we love God. The second greatest commandment is just like the first one. Imagine that loving our neighbor is like loving God. We must love our neighbor as ourselves. Do you unselfishly seek the best for others? I would venture to say we often don't. To seek the best or higher good of others is to sometimes esteem them above ourselves. Can we unselfishly seek the best for others or is that a level of love we need to attain to? Often, like lately, I get very weary, you know, because I spend many hours ministering through therapy to others. I mean, I have to put aside my selfish need for help sometimes, even or my selfish need for a nap or my selfish need to just focus on my affairs to attend to someone else's need. I mean, lately, my own life has become very overwhelming, like the journey I'm mentioning. It's overwhelming sometimes. I had to ask God, are you sure? Are you sure I should be doing therapy with others right now? <laughs> I mean, I just want to preach your word, Lord, or I just want to sing and not have to do one more session sometimes. But because God has called me to it, I'm sticking to it. I love my clients and there's deep satisfaction when therapy is working. I've seen it work. I do leave the healing up to God because I am just a vessel for him to use. So when I say my life is sometimes overwhelming, I think about all my responsibilities. You know, if I have not mentioned it before, I need to let you know that I have six children with my soon-to-be ex-husband. <laughs> Aaron is 19, Seth is 16, Noah is 15, Rachel is 13, Grace is 11, and Lillian is four years old. They are true blessings to me. However, Y'all know raising children is not all peaches and cream, okay? It takes a special person to raise six of them, <laughs> okay? Because I am by myself with them right now. I have to watch my tone often, right? I mean, I'm easily stressed because I do get, you know, extra stress, especially still having to care for a four-year-old. And she seems to cry a lot. You know, these days she's just very needy. She has words, right? She has words, people, but she doesn't use them. She cries like she's being murdered sometimes, right, by her siblings. She especially feels like sometimes she's being murdered by her youngest, her sister that is closest in age to her, Grace. And, oh, my God, it can be very noisy in the house. There are days I just want to throw in the towel. 
there are days I feel so overwhelmed that I go into my office or my closet, I shut the door and I just cry. And I end up just praying and I cry to God. I mean, today was one of those days when I asked the Holy Spirit to comfort me because I felt drained. This human wanted another human to check on me. Thank God for my family members, like my twin sister, Suzanne. She's always there for me emotionally, though I hate to burden her with my own stuff, my own pain, because she feels it a lot. <laughs> and I hate that she, you know, just having to ask for help. Or, But, you know, um, that's my village. That's my support system right now. So today, before I end this series, I want to sing a little song and say a prayer for the mothers, especially single mothers out there struggling to keep it together in every area of their lives. We love hard. We care deeply. We work hard. We need to rely more than ever on our Savior. And he does come through for us. I realize that there's no man that will come through for you the way God will come through for you. This path is lonely sometimes, but we must trust who God places in our lives. We have to trust who God places in our lives sometimes. We really do. Um, we have to lean a little more on our support system. You know, when I do therapy, one of the first things I want to know from a client is, you know, who's in your support system? Can you identify them? So we are not made to live this life alone. In the Garden of Eden, God said it wasn't good for man to be alone. All one, right? All by himself. So he made him a helpmeet. And we helpmeet are made of the same substance as a man, right? And we will not live well without tapping into support from others God placed in our lives. But trust God first to know, you know, who you can lean on. So the song that my, I love to hear my, my eldest sister sing this in the past. And it says, <clears throat> got to clear my throat. I trust in God, I know he cares for me, all mountains bleak, or all the raging sea, though billows roll, he keeps my soul, my heavenly father watches over me. I trust in God. I know oh, He cares for me. Our mountains bleak, or on the stormy seas, the billows roll. He keeps my soul. My heavenly Father watches over me and he watches over you. So Father, please, please come to the aid of the mother seeking comfort, the woman or man in despair. You are able to manage and mend the broken heart. In fact, you can work with a broken, contrite heart because it gives you the opportunity to reshape our lives, to set them up, to work through them, to show them another way. 
Lord, provide opportunities for them to increase their faith and to increase their trust in you. Mm -hmm. Let them not waver in their beliefs, but trust you always. Help them to identify the support around them. Increase their discernment, oh God. For they need to know who they can trust. But I thank you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you are blessed by this segment today and that you'll continue to just trust God because in everything you do, you want your path to be directed by him. If you don't even understand where you're going, lean on his understanding. I just implore you right now, stay married to his will. God bless you.